We've been talking about the power that the Holy Spirit brings into our life and how important it is for us to have the energy and the strength and the power of His of Him helping us, that we're partners with Him in the earth. And that's a, that's a big part of finding a man to stand in the gap and build, build up a hedge uh, for God, that we be filled with the Holy Spirit and have the gift of speaking in other tongues. And that's what we've been uh, talking about our last podcast. And <clears throat> this time I wanted to share with you a vignette that I had done years ago, and it's called The Power is Available. And then we'll look at Ephesians chapter 1. Uh, you know, uh, power was always a word that caught my attention. That's how Jesus hooked my jaw when I was sitting at home, uh, had a, uh, just put my baby down for his nap, and my other two boys had gone to school, and um, and I got saved reading a book. And uh, but it was t- the book I was reading. The man was talking about how he found a power in his life, and and I said to the Lord, Lord. I want the power this man's talking about. I want you to come into my life, and I want the power this man's talking about. And, of course, that was 50 years ago, and, and I have been uh, blessed to enjoy the power of God in my life. And so it's always been a word that's caught my attention. In fact, when I first met Jesus, that's the word that drew me to him. I'm just going to share this vignette with you. I guess I had always felt powerless in my life. Actually, I had always let life happen to me instead of making life happen. You might say I was a thermometer and not a uh, I was a thermometer and not a thermostat. And I remember one time uh, talking to the Lord about something. Actually, it had to do with being called into the ministry, and uh, I was just wanting to be called into the ministry. And I had a friend who was in the ministry, and she didn't she didn't like it she was griping about it all the time and I, was, I finally said to the Lord Lord why don't you call me she doesn't even want to be there why don't you call me and he said Mary Jean right now everything you do for me is a free will offering if I call you into the ministry it will be expected so it's no longer free will offering and so I said okay well I'll just wait for your timing then and eventually it did happen but um uh I, I was one that, and he said to me then, I'm not going to just be another thing that happens to you. If, if we do something, it's going to be purposeful. It's going to, you're going to ask me and we're going to, we're going to do this together and we're going to, we're going to make life happen. We're not going to just let life happen. And so the Bible tells us in Ephesians chapter 119 that God wants us to know the exceeding greatness of his power toward us who believe according to the working of his mighty power, which he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places. Now, I know that when we say he worked in Christ, he worked that in the anointing. Christ means the anointed one. And anointing, literally, if you back it down to the root, 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 it's, it's to furnish what is needed. So in Christ, God has furnished everything we need. And when we invite him into our life, then we're inviting the answer to all of our problems. We're inviting the uh, everything that we need. We're inviting, and, it, and it's stored up within us. And that's what praying in other tongues does. It helps you to pray these things out that you know not of. Remember, he said in 1 Corinthians 2, I has not seen nor ear heard, neither has it entered into the heart of man. The great things that have been stored up and made ready for us in Christ. Then Christ... I invite Christ into my life, and how do I how do I release Him now? 
I can pray in other tongues. Because what I has not seen nor ear heard, I couldn't even think to know about uh, what he would want to do. I can't even think that high. And so when I pray in other tongues, it will, it will bring that into my awareness. So can you believe it? Our Father wants us to know the same level of power he exercised when he raised Christ from the dead. That's pretty powerful. I'll just put a big, wow. <laughs> he wants us to know the same level of power he exercised when he raised the anointing from the dead. Do you realize how much power that took? Jesus was full of all the sickness and disease and all sin, past, present, and future for the whole world. He took all of that. He absorbed it like a sponge absorbing water. He absorbed all the sin, sickness, and disease of the world into his body. And so it's going to take a lot of power to raise him up in resurrection power. Romans 6, 4, and 5 tells us that Jesus was raised up by the glory of God. And if we will be united in the likeness of his death, certainly we shall also be united in the likeness of his resurrection. These are, I mean, you can't, you can't wrap your brain around some of these statements. That is more power than you'll ever need in a lifetime. The only problem is most of the time we don't call on it. I challenge us today to put a demand on the power of God that the power God has made available to us. Call upon him today. He will answer us and show us great and mighty things that we never even thought of. So that's more power than we're going to need in a lifetime. And I wanted to um, go to uh, Ephesians chapter 1 verse 19 where we had read from that. Also, I wanted to read you another thing. Uh, talking about the power and and uh, praying out in other tongues in Ephesians chapter eight, I'm sorry, Ephesians chapter three, verse eight. The apostle Paul says, "To me, though I am the very least of all the saints, God's consecrated people, this grace, this favor, this privilege, was granted and graciously entrusted to me to proclaim to the Gentiles." Now, this is this is what I want you to hear: the unending, boundless fathomless, incalculable, and exhaustless. Riches of Christ, wealth which no human being could have searched out or no human being has tracked out. There again, that's why we need to be able to pray in other tongues. <laughs> I, don't, I don't mean to be like a broken record, but it's just, it's such an important gift. It changed my life forever. And I pray that you are released from any bad teaching about it, any, um, any wrong thinking about it, that we just unhook those right now and loose you and set you free to enjoy the riches in Christ that God has given us. And, and the way to do that is to be able to let the Holy Spirit pray it out through us because once it's prayed out into the earth, then he can do it. He's waiting for a man to say some things so he can accomplish them. And even the Father spoke after he waited on the Holy Spirit and then he spoke light be in Genesis 1-1 and light became. So he, he wants Paul to proclaim to the Gentiles the unending, boundless, phantomless, incalculable, and exhaustless. Those are big words. Riches of the anointing, wealth, which no human being could have tracked out. 
Now, in, in Ephesians chapter 1, it, uh, Paul says that he starts praying that the God of our Lord, verse uh, 17, he, he said in 16, I cease not to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers. Uh, it's an important thing to note that all the apostles' letters, he starts off with joy, thanksgiving. Uh, he's thankful for them, a grace and peace, joy and thanksgiving. Uh, that Those are attitudes that we need to have in our prayers and not fear and uh, sadness and sorrow and begging, but joy and thanksgiving. We need a revelation of what all God accomplished at the cross. I mean, Jesus paid a tremendous price at the cross to get all of this to us. And so he said, he, he ceases not to give thanks for us, making mention of us in our prayers, Ephesians 1, 16, now 17, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto us the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. I remember as a little denominational girl, Christian, reading that and thinking, oh my goodness, I can have the knowledge of God. I was overwhelmed with that and I asked for it. And God has given it to me over the last 50 years. He's enabled me to be able to have wisdom and understanding about some things that I wouldn't have had without, without his help and without asking. I'll, I'll encourage you to ask that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory. In fact, we ask right now, Lord, that you would give unto us the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of you. The eyes of our understanding being enlightened that we may know what is the hope of your calling, what the riches of the glory of your inheritance in the saints, and what is the exceeding greatness of your power to usward who believe. According to the working of your mighty power, which you wrought in Christ when you raised him from the dead and set him at your own right hand in the heavenly places, far above all principality, power, might, and dominion. So Jesus is seated far above anything the devil could be, say, do, or try to accomplish, any of his agendas. We worship and serve a God that is far above, and he's paid the price for us to join him. That's pretty rich. That's very rich. Far above all principality and power or authorities and might, which is the dunamis miracle working power that comes on you when the Holy Spirit comes on us, and dominion, the lordship, every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in, the world, in that which is to come. And he's put all things under his feet and gave him to be the head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him that filleth all in all. And what I wanted you to see here is that... Uh, all of the, and starting in verse 19, and what is the exceeding greatness of his power, his miracle working, due to us, miracle working power, to usward who believe according to the working, and that, that's an energy. And we get our word energy from that. So you have the miracle working, due to us, miracle working power that Jesus told those disciples on the road to Emmaus, you will be clothed with power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. And it's, you know, uh, if you look that up, uh, the spirit there, it has to do with um, organization, administration. It's, it, the miracle working power of the Holy Ghost 
it's just a it's it's a supernatural impartation of power and then working according to the working or the energy of his mighty power and mighty is um uh, the the Greek word there it it stands for a forcefulness. The the different kinds of power there's energy there's miracle working power energy working power forcefulness the a force of righteousness has a forcefulness to it and you can just be walk in the room and if you're a righteous if you if you've got your robe of righteousness on you people feel a, a presence there and then kratos or kratos is mighty power uh, mighty is um dominion having a dominion and so uh there's the the force the dominion the supernatural miracle working power the energy and the authority all of the power of god all the different every expression of god's power was released in the resurrection and guess what we're told the same spirit that raised jesus from the dead dwells in us and gives quickens our mortal body so we have that power inside of us now folks i think the next whole next age we're going to learn how to walk in it but we need to get started now. That's what's going to help get us ready for the return of the Lord Jesus Christ is to learn how to operate in the principles that he operates in. The same spirit that raised him from the dead can quicken us and dwell in our mortal bodies. The exceeding greatness of his power and, and the, the word exceeding greatness, that's just double whammies of just super above and beyond. And uh, to us who believe according to the working of his mighty power are the dominion, uh, the, um, the forcefulness and the dominion which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him on his own right hand in the heavenly places. So we have access to a, a deep well. Now that's another thing is how are you going to access this? You need to be able to pray in other tongues. <laughs> You need, we need to be able to pray it out in the spirit. And the only way we can access this is with our helper, the Holy Ghost. And sometimes he has to bypass our, our brain and our intellect in order to get us to the place he wants us to be. So I, I just pray uh, today in the name of Jesus again that we be filled um, that, that uh, we be filled with the knowledge of his will and all wisdom and spiritual understanding and that the eyes of our hearts be opened that we may know the hope to which he's called us to the riches of his glory and the surpassing greatness of his power at work in us as we believe amen amen god bless you